Welcome to Season 3 of Voices of Value, where Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos continue their conversations with high-achieving guests who share their personal stories and, more importantly, the lessons they've learned from their journey. Whether it's Olympians sharing the roadmap that took them to a gold medal, professional sports people taking you inside their mindset, business leaders revealing their success strategies, or everyday people sharing life hacks, you can be sure you'll find value simply by joining the discussion with your hosts, Peter and Rick. Voices of Value, Rick Rushton here with my good friend, Peter Kakos. Pete, another big week, and we've got some observations we want to share with our loyal subscribers, listeners, but we do begin by thanking Jamie Carr again for her wonderful interview last week, and thanks for all the feedback from those of you who've been able to reach out and let us know how much you enjoyed it. Mate, a big week again. It absolutely is, and, and you said the word observation, so what a great, uh, a great segue into what today and this conversation can be about, and that is looking at the observations and it's uh, getting some great feedback, getting around the grounds and and hearing some really interesting um, sort of things that are going on in this world around us and in business and in life and and uh, as we still see some um, some crazy things happening throughout the world and some uh, yes. and some what we thought was going to be some um, a bit of normality restored here and then all of a sudden Brisbane goes into a, a lockdown which they are in right now on a three day hard lockdown. It's just quite um, it's quite amazing. But you know, I think ultimately it all comes back to how do we how do we eliminate these distractions? These things are going to uh, come up and prop up. A lot of times now and you're going to be tested and a lot of our, our our mindset and our resilience is really going to be tested because um at a flick of a switch um as we've seen a uh, a city can be locked down it just shows how fragile it is isn't it you think we're we're through the hard stuff australia's in a really good position in comparison to uh, you know the northern hemisphere europe um you know the majority of uh, the world really we seem to be in such a great space yet three people seemingly catch it and we have to sort of shut down, as you say, a major metropolitan city in Brisbane, which has led on to other scenarios. So, yeah, I think you you are right. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. The only place we can get certainty from is ourself and our mindset and what we want to do about it. And I think, you know, my view on all that is if you can set yourself up with a routine that serves you, it's the routine that sets you free. And if you can get up each day with your absolute belief around what you're you know, setting out to do, Pete, and you can just concentrate on that. It's not stay in your lane, it's not swim in your lane, but it's be aware of what your lane is and then be in touch with what's going on. But I think be out of reach from the distraction of it. Like be aware that there is some changes and some challenges that are out there, but, but you know, be in touch with that kind of, but out of reach of the of making you go, gee, what do I do now? You know, I've, I've been looking at maybe taking a few seminars on the road in the state. Uh, it's certainly making me aware that there's a risk involved if I do that, but it's pro- probably not ultimately going to challenge me to the point where I won't do it if I back in that, you know, we are getting some vaccinations very slowly. It must be said that's not really a, a speedy rollout, is it? But, you know, we are seemingly getting to a position in Australia where, you know, come the next two or three months, we should be seeing uh, a bit more, as you say, resilience to this COVID challenge. I think, yeah, I totally agree. And it's continually focused on moving forward. And yeah. I think it's very easy to be that weather reporter and the weather reporter yes. there and, and, and has, a, has a conversation about everything that's going on externally and everything that's, you know, that's not in their control and so forth. But 
bringing it back, I think, is really important. And we're all about establishing the better version of yourself, yeah? Uh, yeah. The best version that you could possibly be. And and with that, we we talk we often talk about, you know, our daily habits and how they compound to uh, to create these um, lifelong habits. And but it's so important to when we when we get into flow, or we want to get into flow, but to make sure that we we are progressing in everything that we do. When we're not sitting there and commentating and weather reporting and so forth on everything that, that goes on, or or binging on the early morning sort of what's going on on the TV or in the evening and so forth. But we're we're continually digging and and trying to find you know what it is that 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 makes us who we are, because there's some people doing some amazing stuff, Rick, you know, just, just some people who are absolutely thriving in this environment and saying, you know what, we're, we're going for it. And there's others that are continually living in fear. Now, the real estate market has gone bonkers. It has gone absolutely nuts. So people are, are craving this certainty from, from property. That's what I, I think. Obviously, there's, there's other factors involved and interest rates, everything like that. But the biggest thing that most people are craving is certainty and, and yeah. hence why people are moving around uh, the country and they're going, you know, tree change or they're going sea change or whatever it is they may be, or they're, they're moving from renting to owning. Um, they're constantly everywhere we look is people well and truly looking for, um, looking for that certainty. And when we're making decisions and what that does, it, it, it basically is a bit of an internal conflict that, that often happens. And that is, you know, what should I do? What are the pros and cons? Yeah. What are the pros and cons of doing this or not doing that? And, and which way are we going? And I read something really cool uh, the other day and it was, um, it was about the rubber band model. And instead of looking at pros and cons and, uh, and I've often done this and I've often taught this and I've often been in sessions where we've, we've done this and what are the pros, what are the cons, whenever we're faced with a decision and with the rubber band, uh, perhaps reframing this, you start to talk about, you know, what's holding you and what's pulling you. Mm. So are you stuck right now and what's holding you and, and you're stuck in that position or what's pulling you and what's drawing you to that, that next move? Love it. That's uh, okay. Where'd you get it? Cause that's not something you've created clearly is what you just said. It's, it's, it's not, no, no. <laughs> where did you get it from? Now, where that, where that was coming from, um, oh, there's a really, really super book called The Decision Book. You know, it, it's, it, it's that small book. It's, I think it's Questions of Us and then The Decision Book's another one. But because I, I was going through with one of my team members, you know, talking about, you know, where we're getting stuck and, yeah. you know, where, what we need to do, where we need to get to. And, and just looking at, I'm just looking at a whole lot of different reframing of models and so forth. And we're just talking about, you know, this is... Um, we're moving in, this is 2021 now, and we've got to go into it with 2021 or 2022 or 20, even 2030 thinking right yeah. now. And, and perhaps you'd like to share about some of the different sort of things that you've come across this week, which, which ultimately requires different thinking. We are living in a different world. And mm. let's, let's accept that. Let's accept that. Let's move on and say, rightio, and, um, and start to get something that's, you know, something that's really um, going to really drag us or pull us forward. Well, as I was talking to you just a little bit off air before we started recording, I love the quote that, you know, you would laugh at someone who's using Windows 95 today, yet we approach 2021 challenges sometimes with 1995 thinking. We do have to sharpen our thinking in line with the reality of what we've learned. I think you're, you're spot on about your observations around the real estate market. I think a lot of people have come out of that year of COVID, certainly in the Southern Hemisphere, going, 
you know, I'm just not going to delay anymore. I don't, I'm not going to put my life on delay. If there's an opportunity to live the lifestyle we want, maybe we get away. Like what we've learned is we don't need to be right on our office doorstep. We don't need to be three tram stops or 10 train stations away from, you know, work. Maybe we can, if the internet's strong with an MBN connection, maybe we can live in a, not so much regional, but we can live in the outer fringes of the urban sprawl, get a bit of space, calm the farm with a bit better lifestyle, uh, you know, speak to, you know, I'm speaking from, you know, someone who's found his inner Amish this year, <laughs> you know, living the sort of lifestyle I'm living at the moment, Pete. But, you know, and I've been to the airport since. Uh, we've come out of lockdown and I've been into the city and I've, you know, spoken at events in room as well as what we're doing today on Zoom. And it's really clear to me that uh, 2021 is just requiring us to think about the same things we've always wanted in our life, but maybe just looking at, how we deliver them. And it doesn't have to be the sort of way that we probably pre-framed it, as you say, Pete, for the better part of a decade or two. Maybe it's actually we can give ourselves so many more gifts. And if you want better outcomes, I think you just have to ask yourself better questions around how am I going to deliver those? Is it is it in the postcode? Is it is it you know in the you know the corner office with the view? Is it having my name on a car space, or is it actually being able to commute from my bedroom to the coffee machine to my home office to do some productivity for it? professional sense and then on a day today which as we're recording this for the for the you know for the absolute principles of authenticity it's a beautiful sort of you know tuesday afternoon in melbourne this will be live within 20 well 12 hours probably it's amazing pete to me how much we can get that work-life balance we seemed a bit of a myth not that long ago we can actually make it happen now if you actually if you you know change the pre-frame you know if you change the frame you change the game and for many a long period of time, it was hard to see the big picture when we were, we were so intrinsically part of the framework. But we've come out of the framework of a normal business life and we've had a look at it again and you go, you know what, we probably don't need to be a train on a track. We can actually be a bit more manoeuvrable than that. We can still get the same destination outcomes we want professionally speaking. We can just do it a different way. That's what I'm loving about the observations about what I'm seeing. People who are, and I hate the words, but you know, pivot, flexibility, resilience, call them whatever you like. They've just used the challenges of the last 12 months to just reframe the game, changing the narrative and getting a better outcome for it. Mm. That's really good. And you just ponder that for a moment. And it's, it's very easy to, uh, to sit in judgment mode um, as opposed to fascination mode. And I love fascination mode. And I just had uh, lunch with a, a, a couple of my um, team members just earlier. And that was on the back of an appraisal um, we did earlier in the day and, you know, it's interesting just what, what's driving people at the moment and where, how people are making decisions. Yeah. And what's, what's really fascinating in, in the real estate world, I know you've actually pulled out your gavel and dusted off the gavel a few, uh, a few times over the last couple of weeks. So welcome back to the auction world. Once um, now, twice, the final time. Yeah, it's been great. Right, but been but I mean, it's, I say in my auction spiel that, you know, I, I, I wake up on Saturday morning and I've just got the biggest smile on my face because someone's going to create a dream today and, and there's going to, it's a sliding door moment. We literally are, uh, are pulling back the sliding door or, or opening them up or whatever way you want to look at it for, for many people. But interestingly enough is three people, uh, three buyers who bought three of our properties on the weekend. It was the first property they'd looked at in a particular suburb. So what wow. does that tell you? Like that's that's pretty amazing that people are, you know, are just expanding their thinking, you know. Mm. And then on top of that, um, spoke to two families, one at my daughter's school and um, 
and another one who was just a a, um, um, a buyer at a, at a, for another property. And both of them, 60 days ago, were never going to move. Not never going to move, but they certainly weren't going to move in the short term. And then, boom, something clicked and, and away it went. So, so what was it? What, what, what was the catalyst? It was, um, it was for, well, for one of them, it was the, the right property coming up. They weren't even looking, but it's like, yeah, wow, wow, that's, I didn't expect something like that to be um, presented to us. Let's yep. act now, which yep. meant they, they bought here in Melbourne and had to sell in Sydney really quickly. There was tenants in Sydney, so that wasn't the ideal scenario. But it's like, you know what? Yep. We actually have to do something because this is what we want. Yeah. And again, it probably comes back to that fear thing, doesn't it? It's like, well, if we don't do it now, when are we going to do it? Um, yeah. And then sort of you sit there and go, I've waited this long. And then there was another really good friend of ours who's in the training world, Rick, who um, I was talking to last week that they sold across the road and from her and got a really good price. And she said, well, oh, gee, I wonder what that means for us. And that was the question. Good question that, isn't it? <laughs> what does that mean for you? And, um, and yep. said, well, why don't we bring some buyers through? Took some buyers through, sold it for about half a million more than what they wanted. Wow. And now off they go to the Southern Highlands. Um, I said, well, has that always been in the plan? Yeah, absolutely, in three or four years. But mm. guess what? It's happening now in three or four months. Great. So Correct. it's, 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 um, it's really the, uh, people's timelines are constricting, you know, it's, yeah. uh, and, and people are doing things quicker, meaning there's a challenge for business though, isn't it? It's like no longer can we, can we sit and wait and just, if we're not there and we're not front, and we're not centre and we're not in regular contact, we will – so it used to be like every six months just keeping contact in the real estate world, every six months keeping contact, maybe once a year, something like that. I'll tell you what, you, you could be very quickly missing the boat because of the speed of decision-making at the moment. Well, I think you summed it up. It gets back to our earlier point, isn't it? People are just not going to delay their life anymore. We've just had a year of delay, so when the opportunity presents itself, maybe we've got to be ready to move and maybe we've got to make it happen. Yeah, our good friend David Knox, who's an avid listener, he's been on our program, um, you know, in Series 1, and I'd strongly recommend anybody who's in the real estate profession just to go back and listen to those particular interviews because I rate him as easily the best real estate educator I've ever been around. I think one of the things David used to say that I thought really resonated and it really sums up this market and what that point is that you just made there, Pete. He, he says, you don't have to be good, you just have to be there. It's like any function place where you go and you're drinking the function coffee. Is it the best coffee in Melbourne? Probably not. But why are you drinking it? Well, it's because it's, it's there. We've just got to be there when people are ready to actually make that particular move. And it's a bit opportunistic potentially, but, you know, the more we're there, the more we've, um, you know, got the ability to make it happen. I always love Dennis Waitley's view that time is the great equal opportunity employer. What you lack in experience what you lack in skills, you can make up for in hours if you're just there helping people. And if you're having conversations with people and you're there, they'll probably give you the chance to represent them in a transaction, whether that be moving house, you know, upgrading a car, and you've just upgraded a car. And, you know, so the numbers made sense, but I'm sure if the person wasn't there to help you, you probably would have moved on to another opportunity to see if you could get the same sort of vehicle. Uh, I think what we want now is we just don't want to put our life on hold. We've had lockdowns in Victoria, certainly, a couple of them. Uh, lockdowns right throughout, you know, not just you know, Australia and New Zealand, but you know, the whole world in some respects. So I think it's really good that we're having this conversation now, mate, because I think what we're observing in our particular, you know, travels throughout the week is really just a, a bit of a micro. And is it, oh, I think it's a micro snapshot of what's going on around the world at the moment where people are just saying, you know, 
I'm going to make sure I don't say no to invitations. I'm going to go to everything that I can. I'm going to show up to, you know, things that I can do with family and friends that I'd normally, you know, a year or two might have just found an excuse to get away with it. I'll get on with it and, and see them because it might be a long time before I see them again. You know, we just had a family function on Friday night last week and I'd seen somebody from the first time for, for more than 12 and a bit months. It was like Christmas the year before. It's crazy that to think that that could have happened. So let's mm-hmm. not delay anymore. Let's you know change the frame of the game. And, and most importantly, as you say, when we get these challenging times, let's be fascinated by them and just go, that's oh, fascinating now. Let's see what we can learn from that. Ask ourselves a better question. Um, and, you know, again, I was just sharing with you off, offline, but, you know, I'm due to, to start a, um, an in-room session uh, on the last day of March, and, uh, which is when this podcast has gone live. And, you know, I get a call at uh, just before 5 p.m. on Friday from the, uh, from the hotel saying, you're not going to believe this, but United Energy are doing sort of uh, maintenance issues. So uh, will it be a challenge if we don't have power from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m.? It's like, will that be a challenge? How can I answer that is, yeah, yeah, hell yes. So then I'm looking at thinking I've got a room full of people now I'm asking myself, well, what do I do here? Do I do I try and find another venue? It's pretty hard, you know, just before 5 p.m. on a Friday. Most conference coordinators are out, you know, and most rooms will be booked weeks and months in advance, you would think. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you stay fascinated and you keep on asking better questions, what would it take to move it? That would be difficult. What would it take to change the date? Uh, that That's probably a little bit more easier. And then what we found out, I felt I, I kept on thinking of you today because as the numbers were going, as people were telling us that they could or couldn't make the new date on the 21st, for every person who said, unfortunately, I'm going to be on annual leave, so I can't make that date, we had someone fill that spot saying, oh, now, now I can do it because I couldn't do the 30, 31st. So I felt like Jerry Seinfeld. I was almost like the even or upper. It didn't matter what happened. I was always going, I was even Stevens, Pete. I was even Stevens. And I was thinking of you because as our listeners know, when we fail to have an understanding of anything, it all comes back to a Seinfeld quote, doesn't it? So we can always find some answers along those lines. So I, I love that. And I've got a thought about the fascination, which I might finish with. So, um, but yeah, over to you, buddy. I, I think that's what you've, what you've brought to the table today is, is really uh, quite helpful. And I, and I really want to make sure we leave our listeners with some real tools and resources to help them, you know, stay that nimble, you know, flexible, uh, open-minded scenario around the events that are happening, you know, to be aware of them, but don't let them dictate to you, to be in touch but out of reach of the absolute, as you call it, the, um, yeah, the media and the, the pity party throwers that want, that want to sort of, you know, bring you down to a degree. Um, any last thoughts on that, on how our, how our people can sort of, how our, how our people, how our listeners can, you know, um, resource themselves around that? I think, um, I think it's having a real understanding and appreciation around what each person has gone through. And I reckon we've had this conversation on Voices of Value and privately ourselves as well, is that certainly understanding that everyone's, everyone's quite, everyone's very different. Everyone's going through different things and there's a lot of families and a lot of people work for me with, with families and um, we all work together in that. So they're going through their own, own sort of challenges. So um, for some, there's a fair, there's a, a, a bigger degree of lag time of people yep. to sort of get centred because it wasn't so long ago when when things were drastically different. So I think people are, there are some people who are a little bit shell shocked still, um, and 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 hurting from that. But that's okay. They're they're, they're turning around really quickly, which is great. Um, but ultimately, though, it's the, the quickest way to get what we want is to focus on what um, what others want, and there's a, that's great leadership sort of philosophy there. 
in terms of that. And, you know, Steve Jobs was um, uh, famously said, you know, you've got to start with the customer experience and then work back. So to get yourself out of that lag, you're probably putting too much focus on yourself and start to help others more and get back into that mode in terms of what we do. Because, you know, right. it's, interestingly enough, of um, we were out last night um, and just looking at the new restaurants just locally here in Glenferry Road, Hawthorne, and there's a whole lot of new restaurants that have just opened up. I went, wow, isn't that, isn't that fascinating? You know, like there's so many that sort of, oh, this can't open. That, oh, we're not going to come back. We can't bounce back from that yet. People are, are starting from scratch and, and launching into it. They're saying, you know what, let's just get back into it. Let's get back to work. You know, what do the people want? Well, the people want, people don't want to be cooped up now, so they want to be out and about. And, um, and apologies for those, you know, those overseas that are still in, 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 in the restrictions and so forth. But here in Australia, outside of Greater Brisbane, um, we've um, people <laughs> are really wanting to, um, wanting to well and truly get out. Isn't it interesting, the flip of that, though, is Brisbane saved a lot of us last year and saved the AFL community. And now yep. all of a sudden it's, we're, we're repainted as the Brisbane players are stuck here in Melbourne and the, and the Broncos and so forth are stuck there in, uh, in Sydney. Quite fascinating. But getting back to Steve Jobs, it's start with the customer um, experience and work back. So have a think about right now in your business, um, get the focus right off yourself and go, right, how can I go out there and serve? It's always been about that. It always is about that. That's nothing new. That's not a new learning. But how can we go out there and serve and what do we want? Really, what are our clients and our customers going through? What are they, what's their thinking? Um, you know, how are they processing things? Work back and then we'll find a, um, a very direct line in terms of what's going to take us to the next level and, um, and uh, how we're going to achieve, as I said from the start, how we're going to get into that flow. I love it. I think that's uh, just turning our focus from the inward selfish part to the outward, how can I serve others? And by serving others, it gets back to that Zig Ziglar quote, doesn't it, Pete, about if you help enough people get what they want, you can have everything you want. So it's getting that sort of focus away from the internal self and away to the external uh, other. It, we must have been out at the same time last night because we were we were out at a family uh, sort of dinner out, middle child's um birthdays on the 31st so it was the only night in all of our calendars that we could coordinate and we went back to the same restaurant that we went to for our daughter's birthday in February of 2020. Now it's really interesting because at February 2020 it was kind of at the early stages of COVID we knew it was there and we knew it was happening and there's talk about what may happen and you know it was pretty quiet times and the restaurant was pretty easy it was in box hill um our family somehow pete loves dumplings i don't know why but it's a very favorite sort of menu item in our household so and we went back to the exact same dumplings restaurant in box hill last night it was heaving i'm telling you it was the vibe in the in the restaurant was unbelievable you yeah. couldn't get a car spot anywhere near it all the things that you experienced as well and i'm kind of thinking gosh is this like have we have we have we come through this? Like, is it, it just seems like we have here and we've got that sense of it. So like you, I think, you know, we have to change the game by changing the the, the pre-frame. And I, I was fascinated a little bit last night about, you know, how, how they were able to survive. So kudos, whether you vote left or right of politics is irrelevant. I think, you know, governments right around the country have done the best job they know how to do. I think JobKeeper, which has just come back now in the last 24 hours, has been easily the best policy that I've seen in my time following politics that have kept people, you know, linked to their employers so that we can come out of this, you know, with a bit of, you know, I, I, I guess a bit of a slingshot to, to a degree. And so, 
you know, and each state's had their sort of you know, own beliefs about putting their states first and we get all that. But as you say, mate, you know, Brisbane were the lifeboat that kept the AFL going last year. I'm not too disappointed that the Brisbane players, Pete, have had to stay in Victoria, <laughs> especially the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Well, well, let's just see how they go, mate, living, you know, <laughs> out of a hotel, um, away from family and friends for a while. And I'm, she's Petey boy, am I wrapped about that? Let me just tell yeah. you. So yeah. I think they would have come down with one day closed, you know, from you know, for the weekend. They, they're going to be here till, you know, sometime yet. So... Not disappointed by that, Pete. Yeah, no, no disrespect to any of our Brisbane Lions followers, but uh, that's going to help our boys on Thursday night. Um, like you, mate, I'm fascinated to what I'm seeing. I'm seeing some great stuff. And, you know, I just want to shout out to some of our loyal listeners, subscribers who have just been, you know, giving us really good feedback. And then there's been some that haven't been happy with us, Pete, but that's okay. We, <laughs> we'll, we'll just be selective with the feedback, but... <laughs> Yeah, uh, people like Karen Allen just talking about how she just gets so thrilled every time we uh, have a new episode out that she can listen to a very strong individual over in Perth. We've got sort of uh, shout-outs coming from, you know, a, a lot of places, which is really kind of cool. So I'll take this opportunity again just to say if you've got a topic that you think we can help you with, if you've got someone you think that uh, we'll, you would benefit from hearing from and you'd like us to reach out and see if we can interview them we've got a few great interviews lined up in the next uh, little bit so we're pretty excited about that and um, as we've gone into this new year it's kind of like a, a one week will be pete and i having observations and, and and some thoughts around some things and then we'll interview a real great voice of value like we did last week with jamie carr and um next week we've got a great voice of value on leadership and make maximizing your talent uh, I'm really excited to to sort of be able to help bring that one with Pete to you. So if you think of a topic you want us to, to speak about, uh, give our thoughts on, if you can think of someone you think that, you know, we should be able to interview knowing our uh, and networks are pretty good, aren't they? Yours and mine together. I think we've got, we've got you know, Absolutely. I'm not going to say the best black box <laughs> floating around, but pretty good there. But, mate, I think uh, today has been a really great uh, reframe for our thinking and I love fascinated versus frustrated I love outward rather than inward um you know help enough people get what they want you can have everything that you want I, I like that sort of uh, that concept but we in all seriousness I just gave a little bit of grief to our our loyal Brisbane subscribers our thoughts are with you guys we we know all about lockdowns down here um, so we're thinking of you and um you know, this too shall pass. You just have to hang in there and we will get through the other side and we'll be better for it, as I think we're finding here in Victoria. We are better for this experience, finding out what we truly value and loving life with that that uh, new pre-frame. Pete, I'll leave you to wrap up. Okay. Thanks, Ricky. So um, thank you all, our uh, our loyal listeners, and um, and importantly, it's been an absolutely frantic first quarter of 2021 and it's been... Um, are somewhat exciting and I think we go into the, the second quarter of 2021 with a whole lot more optimism. And I think we were, we were sort of on the fence a little uh, at the end of 2020 and uh, as we sat there and uh, at 2021 New Year's and thought, wow, what's this year going to bring? Because 2020 wasn't, uh, that was one out of the box, wasn't it? And, uh, and as we close out the quarter now, I think it's been incredibly, um, it's, it's been incredibly fast paced, busy frenetic you know time in a lot of people's lives so we're now coming to the end of the um coming to school holidays coming to easter and i want to wish everyone a very very happy easter and i think it's really important this is a great time to be with family this is a great time to take a breath it's um i think it's a really important time to pause right now 
um, and and really just reflect on on self and reflect on family and just spend some really good quality time because I think the next quarter, Ricky, is uh, is going to be another incredibly busy one. Um, yeah, so I, I look forward to that. Well, I add my best to everybody for Easter, a great time to connect with family and friends and just take a breather, as you say. Easter is rebirth. I think we just need to take a deep breath and uh, re-energise, get ready for quarter number two. I agree with you. On behalf of my good friend Peter Kakos, this has been Rick Rushton with a, a bit of our observations throughout the week, and we look forward to sharing more of those with you. Again, if you could ask your favour and support by liking, sharing, spreading voices of value, our audience does continue to grow. Again, reach out if you think we can you know, cover a topic that's going to help you. And you know, from Peter and myself, have a safe, relaxing Easter. We'll see you on the other side with another Voice of Value. Have a great break, everyone. We trust you enjoyed this episode of Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos and their valued guests. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. You can subscribe through your favorite podcast provider to ensure you never miss an episode. And as always, we welcome your feedback, ratings and reviews of the content we provide. Additional information can be sourced from our website, voicesofvaluepodcast.com. We look forward to you joining the conversation again next week when Rick and Peter continue the search for truth, justice and the value-added way. Listener.